It's time once again for a journey inside the twisted minds and unfiltered voices of your favorite sisters. Jamie? He just looked like somebody who fell off a ladder and lives with his parents now. And Paula? I basically have cobwebs on my vaginal entrance. And now prepare yourself for the ugly truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth, episode 43. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Uck, uck. See, I'm almost back to my normal self. I know. I can hardly believe it. Did you take a pain pill before we started? No, you know okay. what? I didn't. I'm like, and you seem a little stoned. So I was last night sure. Last night was the first night I did not take a Norco before. Why are you fighting it? Because I just want to see if I can get off of it or not. I don't. I don't like it. And you know what? I slept horribly. I slept horribly. So I absolutely still need to take pain pills at night. And you know what? You probably, because you slept horribly, then you should have taken one in the morning. I know. I know. But you know what? I just, I'm so effing stubborn. I just want to, I want to pretend, you know, I'd be like one of those people. If I got some serious tragic disease, I'd be one of those people clinging to life. You know, in my last hours of breathing, I'd be clinging to life, desperately trying not to die. God. I sometimes pray just to get hit by a car sometimes randomly. Just I'm get like, over it. Somebody put me out of my misery. I know. I'm, like that. I'm so ridiculous. Remember that show Spin City with Michael J. Fox and the one guy, he had that old raggedy dog. It was called Rags. And I think only Michael J. Fox could hear the dog talking and the dog would be standing over there. And he's like, is your dog... Tr- biting the cord to that television and he's like rag stop it what are you doing and then the dog was just like why did you see why did you tell him i was trying to pull the television on top of me please put me out of my misery open the window a little bit i'll jump i'll i'll, I'll make it seem like it was an accident please just do it and, the, and michael j fox is just staring at the dog like what why what are, what are you doing and i'm pretty sure michael j fox is one of those guys chewing on a cord right now oh I don't know if he has the dexterity to, you know, line it up and. Well, that's what I'm saying. All he has to do is grab the cord and let the shaking do the rest. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. <sighs> I mean, seriously. That's so terrible. Oh, whatever. I don't All right. Too soon, joke. But we have news. Yes. Whatever the news is. Yes. As of last Monday, which would have been Monday the sixteenth, the Ugly Truth podcast has officially downloaded 10,000 times. Woohoo! I'm so excited. I mean, you know what? Well, first of all, you'd, you'd be a fool to compare yourself to any of the powerhouses that are considered podcasts in this day and age. But the reality is, is that we only have, that, back then, that was only 41 episodes. 42. 41 whole episodes yeah and we already have ten thousand downloads plus actually i think we have a little bit more now but i'm so excited so many misfits it was so thrilling and it's just because we think back to you know the days when we were we bear podcast and you know we were excited i'm trying to think like our first podcast I think we ultimately wound up getting like 14 listens. Or it something, was 14. Something and it, low. But we yeah. were excited because we were like, we broke the 10 mark. Yeah. You know, well, we were, I mean, remember when we were like beyond ecstatic that we had 30 likes on Facebook? I mean, it was like, we got <laughs> yeah, 30, you guys. And it's not all family. We were so excited. Well, we still get excited. I mean, we every message time. each other right away every time we get a new Facebook like. And it's yes. like a completely organic like. Like. We check because we always look to see who likes the page. And then I always check. I'm like, well, are they, is it a friend of Jamie's? No. Is it a friend of mine? No. Oh, my God. It's a complete stranger. Do they have mutual friends? No. We don't know this person. Yay! It's a stranger. It's so exciting when we, have, when we don't even know who you are and you like us. It's, it's like the ultimate. We love the strangers. Yes. Well, and you know what's really well, cool yeah. is we actually get um, – you, you check the numbers pretty regularly. Yeah. I check the other stuff very regularly and we um i would say at least i mean you know look to us it's a victory no matter what when someone reaches out to us but i would say about two or three times a week we get a random email from uh some a listener through our website which is where we always like we always want you to go to the website to get in touch with us but we'll get a random fan letter and mm-hmm. we've only received one negative one in the whole time we've been doing this. And we actually mm-hmm. know who that person is, so that's hilarious. But the other people, though, that they reach out, they they said, oh, I've, I've caught up on your, your, your podcast. I'm listening to all of your episodes. You guys are so funny. You know, we I love it. I'm so glad I found you. And 
it's becoming more frequent, but it's happening multiple times a week. And to me, that is just the ultimate, you know, thank you. I mean, I'm just so excited that people reach out to the point that they want to say something nice to us. I love it. I know. It's, it's, well, it's validation for us because, you know, we started this thing on a, what is that saying? A wing and a prayer or something like that? I don't know. We We just just did it because we wanted to see if anybody liked it. We just thought, we're like, well, people say we're, you know, we can be funny when we talk. So let's, let's just see what happens. Let's and turn some I, mics on and see what happens. Yeah, and you know we were terrible in the beginning. Oh, I mean, God. it was terrible. I don't, even, I don't even like to go back and listen. I to don't. The, it's I embarrassing. Don't. It it's is actually kind of reminds me of the tapes we used to make when we were little girls. Oh my God! It's like so we would true. sit there and we had um, thinking we were tape, so hilarious. Tape recording machines, literally, and we'd like bend down and speak into the little like rectangle that said record. Yeah, and Hello? so then we'd be down there Hello? and we'd talk and be like, "Hi, welcome to the Jamie, Stephanie, and Allison show." <laughs> You know, today we're interviewing Holly Hobbit. Yeah, whatever, it's so true. Whatever. Today we're like, interviewing. Oh, hi, thanks for having me on your show. You know, we did like make up all these little voices. We've been doing it forever. For, forever oh, we do we've Star been doing Search. it. It was even worse. And now there's, <laughs> now technology has the vehicle that we can actually do this. And you know what? We'll just do it till we get bored or. I'm Irish. I'll do this till I'm dead. Yeah, do it till you're dead. That's pretty much our motto. Again, it really made our our life, you know, as far as ugly truth goes. It was yeah. really exciting news. And it's it's made our family, you know, stronger while well, you and I. It's been made it's made our relationship a lot better. It's it's just been a really cool thing overall it has for been. everyone. My son is he's always super excited and you know, even though he can't listen to anything, you know, he gets excited about, you know, when I tell him, well, we're going to record or we're going to do this yes. or, you know, all little things. And so I have um, to tell you the other day, what? Uh, we were getting ready to go to bed and it was pretty late. Daryl goes and checks on the girls and he went into Malia's room and he saw her phone was on the floor and she had yeah. fallen asleep with her phone. So he plugged it in to charge it. But he came in, he said, um, so I was just checking on Malia and I happened to grab her phone to plug it in to charge it for her. And I looked at it and I said, and I saw something on there. Very interesting. And I said, what? Oh, no. He turns and he shows me her phone and she had been listening to our show. <laughs> I thought it was cute. I thought it was funny. And so he went in and he, you know, charged it, whatever. And so um, the next day he said, so Malia, um, I noticed that you've been listening to mommy's show. And she said, well, it's really, really funny, dad. And I know all the people she's talking about. <laughs> I thought, I'm like, that oh, look, so we're funny. <laughs> our base is 13 year old humor. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> Jeez. Well, I mean, that's no shocker. I thought it was funny. Anyway. Well, yes. So it's good to know. Although we wouldn't recommend, you know, you turn us no. on, you know, on, on the way to grandma's house for a turkey dinner. Be like, hey, no. everyone gather. Kind of like, you know, we feel like, hey, everyone. I was just thinking about this the other day. Everyone behind the candle opera is going to be on. Come downstairs. Let's watch it together. Gather, folks. Let's come and watch. Let's <laughs> let's learn about Liberace. Or, or, or I guess Children. we should all walk, watch Duck Dynasty. Oh, God. Let, I'm not let's even not going there. I'm even over go it. There. Oh, I'm over it. I'm over it. God. It, I can't. And everybody thinks they're being a helper by posting their opinion on how they're sick of listening about it or hearing about it or reading about it. I'm like, then don't fucking say anything. Let it go. I know. Let yeah. it lie. Facebook is an interesting place. Who I mean, cares? Well, you know what I think Seriously. about Facebook is, is like, you know, people will post Every little political thing or, yeah. you know, like why Obama sucks or why, you know, Republicans are crazy or all this stuff. And I'm just like, you realize you're just floating that shit out there into nowhere land. Yeah. no, And, one's... and nothing will become of it. I, I, I am positive. No one's going to read something that George Takai puts out. <laughs> and then it's just like, you know what? I need to make a change. Yep. It's time to change my life. I've had an epiphany. Thank you, George Takai, for your Facebook post. I am a reformed person. Yeah. That is never going to happen. Facebook is is literally a sea of soapboxes. That's all it is. And <laughs> it's fine. But yeah. the reality is, is that people would, would really create more change if they got up off their ass and went out and protested something or right. or signed up to be a city councilman or, or you send know. Send an e-card to your senator. Yeah, you know? I mean, that doesn't do anything. <laughs> it's like if you really, if, if people genuinely wanted to make change, they would get up out of their houses or get up away from their desks and physically go and do something to make a change. Most people just want their opinion because we're all little teapots. 
And we all just want to let off some steam. And, you know, we have that little group of people in our social media who commiserate with our opinion and it makes us feel validated. And it's sad because there's other ways to to validate your opinions. Like, I don't know, get a podcast. (laughs) Right. Oh, no, it was funny. I actually saw an e-card today. um, My friend shared it and she's just like, you know, I see all my friends posting like these major political statements and controversial things. And then she's like, then I'm over here on my Facebook like, hey, I made pancakes. Yeah, <laughs> right? So she was just kind of saying like, I don't really do anything major or serious. And, and don't we, I mean, I don't know about you, but I try really hard to stay away from hot topics like that because it I just. I don't, but. I just don't, I don't care enough. It's like, if this, this doesn't affect me in any way whatsoever. Whatever the Duck Dynasty guy said, it doesn't have to affect my day. I just don't care enough. I don't care. Well, I mean, I don't. He doesn't do anything. I don't. I don't know him. He doesn't pay my bills. I don't care what he says. See, I always look at it from like a bigger standpoint. I always look at it and I look at them like they're basically a product. They are a brand of people. And TLC or Annie or whoever has the show, they have been capitalizing on this family. Millions and millions of dollars. And they have been capitalizing the fact that these people are basically like conservative Christian Mm-hmm. backwoods redneck folk right and so to expect that they would be pc or i know or, that or not have opinions of their own agree and, and vocalize them it's just like that is just naive on their part and anybody who watches that show i'm just saying like they wouldn't they're not shocked by right. this person's beliefs. You He's know? been saying this since the beginning of time. I mean, this is not like he just decided suddenly he was going to make a stand and let his right. opinion be known. It's and something- regardless, and it's just like, and because he has an opinion that is social, you know, socially not popular, on average, on average, it's not, it's not okay to, you no. know, tell people, say that being gay is wrong. And I mean, th- right. that's, that's the society we live in today. It's, it's really not a cool thing to say that, you know, being gay is wrong or gay people are going to hell or any of that stuff. Right. It's it's messed up. No. But some people are still very, you know, if they're extremely Christian, that's their belief. They they believe it like there's air in around us and the sky is blue. So you can't fault folks for that. The issue is this with that whole thing is that I, I don't know what the interviewer of GQ magazine, I don't know how he led him down that path. I don't know if... Oh, I read how it happened. Basically... He, Annie had sent, because I guess with, you know, their talent or whatever, they usually send a PR person to make sure they don't don't get in trouble. So the GQ guy decided to go out on an ATV with Phil or whatever the guy's Mm -hmm. name is. And the PR person didn't go on the ATV. Uh, And it was when they were on the ATV is when the guy asked, so tell me what your definition of sin is. So, I mean, he knew what he was doing. Yes, he did. And shame on that reporter for doing that because, I mean, really, what's the point? Yeah, because you know what? No one's talking about who wrote the article. They're only talking about the interviewee. Right. And so... So it didn't give him any notoriety. The only thing that irritated me, which I'm glad to see that this has changed, but, you know, when Annie said they were going to suspend the beard guy well i guess they all have beards like the the old the dad dad. when they said they were going to suspend him from filming i posted on facebook and i did say you know if for whatever reason my family had a reality show yeah and they just said they were going to suspend one of the family members it just wouldn't happen we'd all walk oh yeah we'd be like we'd be calling each other going did you hear what mom did yeah okay well um time to get time to powwow and they'd be like oh they said they were going to suspend her it'd be like yeah right see ya we're out yeah f you everyone it doesn't work like that because honestly i mean if if you watch the show if you know anything about them the reality is is that they're just going to go back to what they've always done they've they're all they've already made their millions they don't need this well and that was the other thing too is people are saying like you know oh yeah but you know they're money hungry they're this and i'm just like they were millionaires before Before. this whole thing started this is just you know icing on the cake for them i don't i don't ever condone minimizing or or belittling uh, a segment of humanity because of my see that's the problem is everybody has their moral compass everybody has what they try to live by whatever that happens to be whether it's the bible or you know buddha or what whatever it is that that you utilize then fine the the only time i have a problem with it is when you start whacking people on the head with it as if your 
better because of, of that you believe this way and everybody mm-hmm. else is wrong. Now, the, right. the thing that I'm not saying what he said was appropriate. What, what I am saying, though, is that I never got the impression that he hates gay people. You know, I don't I never got that impression by what I read. What I read is a guy who is staunchly conservative, who believes that these things are a sin. He also talked about people who sleep around with other people. I mean, well, it right. wasn't like it was just gays. It wasn't. It was, it was only the LGBT that decided to come out and make a big deal about it. Yeah. And, and you know what was funny about that, though, is I was thinking, and this is probably going to be a bad joke on my part, what? but I was thinking like, okay, so, you know, the LGBT is all upset about it. And I'm thinking, you know, we have, I think, a multitude of gay friends, Yeah, you know, whether we know them personally or on Facebook or whatnot. And I'm like, I haven't heard any of them say boo about it. And I think the reason being is, A, none of them would ever wear camouflage. B, it's very unflattering. The likelihood of them duck hunting is like slim to zero. So they probably just don't give a rat's ass about this this because Duck Dynasty does not affect their life in any way, shape, or form. See, that's what I'm saying. And so that's why when the LGBT came out, I'd be like, whoa, you guys are treading in some uh, pretty interesting territory here. Because I'm not saying, you know, there aren't gay people who will duck hunt or wear camouflage. I'm sure they are. I think the vast majority of gays are just like, eh, whatever. You know, I I don't care what that guy says. Because you know what? They've been hearing it their whole life anyway. Them being gay is their own comfort level. And him being a conservative Christian and having his biblical beliefs is a comfort level for him. And America is a free country. Both parties are free to do it. Right. And I just am so sick of people trying to shame other people for their beliefs, whether they're right or wrong. Well, I don't I don't think that his beliefs were bad. I think what was what was unfortunate is that he's not the most eloquent of speakers when it comes to this. But he doesn't have to be. Yeah. He does sermons. He talks to people with the same belief system. So it's but the but ultimately, you know, he's not going to he doesn't go around on a crusade to try to end gay marriage no, or he's not you know doing that. Stop probably, homosexuality. Just like anybody, you know, they, they their social network, the people they surround themselves with, you know, are people who are like minded to their system. And, you yeah. know, that's good for them. Well, that's how life works. I don't surround myself with devil worshipers. But, you know, I just I think it all comes down to business and Annie or wants, you know, everything to be nice and clean and fun. And that's the problem with this reality TV shows is when the real people start you know, people want to judge and be upset. And it's just like, hey, you know what? Put a camera in your house for a weekend and let's oh see God. how, you know, right? Let's like, let's <laughs> see how, you know, PC and clean and cookie cut you are. I won't even eat food at a potluck that's been homemade because I'm not positive people wash their hands. Well, I think that's just a general agreement. But that's my I whole thing is, is like, so let alone stick a camera in their house yeah. and, and see how they behave and, you know, how clean it is or what they say. I'm just saying it's, it's not. It's you know, nobody, reality TV has to be taken with a grain of salt. Nobody would survive a week of filming. No one. <laughs> no. Nobody. I mean, dig into my past. Well, first of all, I have no secrets. I have, I am not ashamed of anything. But my, my point is, is that not even I would be I'd be like how did you even find out about that I mean I forget about half the people that I've fraternized with in my life I would hate to find out they found those people I and filmed them care. if they found them and they filmed them I'd be like oh you found them I'm like see if they're available are they single <laughs> what are they what up to now what are, are they, they rich? doing these days are they married or engaged I mean it does matter to me but you know <laughs> actually no no it really doesn't Hey Hugs, producer Dub here. On behalf of Jamie, Paula, and myself, thanks for downloading the show every week and telling your friends about it. Without you, we wouldn't be able to share the ugly truth with the world. And now, back to the show. All right, so listen, I have been the worst patient on the planet. I had surgery two weeks ago, and I'm supposed to be resting. And they said it can take up to a month to really start feeling better from Mm -hmm. what I had done. And well, which I mean, is yeah, I, you I had, had a major surgery just two weeks ago and I had uh, intestines stuck in my hernia and it died and they had to cut it out and sew my intestines together and blah, blah, blah. So I had on Tuesday, I had the um, the zipper the, of staples removed at the uh, hospital and everything looks great. And it actually didn't hurt that bad. I, I took oh, a pain really? pill. Well, I took a pain pill before we went because I knew I wasn't driving and so I'm like, just precautionary, because I have no idea what this is going to feel like. And there was a significant number of staples. And so... You said there was like 20 or 40? Or... Like 40. It was a long ass thing. God. It was big. And so 
I'm laying there and she's starting to pull them out. She goes, and everybody's always afraid that when you get your staples removed that I'm going to take out some kind of staple remover from like an office. Like you right, think that's like going to look pinching like. pinching them out. Yeah, and you're going to be pinching them out. And I said, yeah, well, that's pretty much what I thought. So she showed me this little tool. She goes, this is the tool. Basically, when you pull, when you push, when you use this tool and you pull them, it actually horseshoes the staples out and they just seamlessly pull out. And I said, okay. So she did that. I would say three of them were painful out of the the multitude that she had to remove and they were the ones closest to the the main incision where they did the actual work well they probably had like a little crust or something well on i just and... it was a very sensitive area it was it was exactly where the hernia was sewn inside you know so it's, did you it's have very... any kind of like ooze did anything nope. smell weird nope nothing i'm very very flawlessly healing everything's perfect wonderful but it did sting the one there was one where it felt like i got stung by a bee and i'm like you know what that one kind of burned she goes yeah that one's this one's been this one's kind of tough and i'm like well cut it out you know but other than that it it was fun and dandy and we walked out and everything was great but i'm exhausted afterwards i can do like one thing a day and then I need to come home and rest. I feel like well, I'm 90. It's like I told you yesterday because I was saying, you know, I know you're trying to will yourself better and, yes. and just get back to a normal life because you want to be past this. You want to be over it. It's been a pain in your ass for, you know, going on three weeks now. Yeah. But I said, it's kind of like being pregnant. Like you can try and do all these things. You can try and, you know, go to the mall, scale Mount Everest if you want, whatever it is that you think you need to do to power through, your body will eventually put the smack down on you and be like, and you does. Know what? no, you're done. We're, yeah, and then you just literally... We're, we're, we're not cooperating anymore. Yeah, and you're... then you just basically hit a wall and you have no choice but to collapse. Yep, and you're taken, down... hit, hit in the knees and taken down like immediately. And depending on yeah. how much you want to do will depend on what time of day that happens. If yes. you want to, you know, go crazy in the morning by 10 a.m., You'll be done for the entire day. Yeah, and I noticed I noticed that now it's like around one o'clock. So it's like yeah. I am getting better. But anyway, my point is is that yesterday I decided that um, you know, you're coming over this week you're coming over this weekend and we're going to do cookies mm-hmm. with the kids yes, and yes, you know, yes. give give them their little presents that we bought them and do all of that. So I'm like, Well, I need to make some other cookies that the girls have asked for next week. So um Winco, which is basically the grocery store where you pack your own bags at the end. So it's like incredibly inexpensive there because of the, you know, they cut corners. There's not a lot of service. So it's, you know, during the first of the month is where all the food stamps go and mm-hmm. uh, the older so generation. Though. I mean, really, I can buy groceries for my, because I have a growing boy. I swear he eats like he's 16. Yeah, well, welcome to that. That never changes, by the way. A little girl who, you know, eats like a bird. But, um, and then me with all my dietary needs. Right. And I can literally buy like two weeks worth of groceries for like 100 bucks. Yes, it's, it's very. so reasonable. It's very reasonable. But I can handle this actual store. That's great. It's the element that that shops there. That I have an issue with. The people. The people. I understand. I understand. Okay. So I walk in and I have my 18-year-old with me because she got out of school early. It's finals week, last day of school for the vacation. So she's with me and she's been very nice and helpful with carrying heavy things because I can't carry anything over 10 pounds. So she's helping me. And so we're walking through the store. We walk in and I feel like I'm hit in the face with this warm smell oh god and i walk in and i'm like okay was it a fart grocery stores no grocery stores tend to be cold and smell of you know like cold icy deli department smell it's nothing that you can't handle you know it's like going to a hospital you're gonna smell the alcohol you know, you're going to smell the rubbing alcohol. I'm sitting here plugging my nose because I can only imagine of waft hot air. And I, I don't walk in deal with and it. I get a couple of items in the first aisle and I turn the corner and I'm like, it smells like a hamster's cage in here. <laughs> God. It just does. And when have you burrowed your nose in a fresh hamster's cage and recently? I'm, I'm curious. Do you, do you, have you never been into a classroom where there's a pet hamster for the class? That's what it smells like. And I walk in and I'm like, why? So I start looking around for pine shavings. Like maybe they're selling, you know, pine shavings. Yeah, you know, because they do sell random things like that. But they do. And it wasn't. And I'm looking around going, I'm in the cookie aisle. It's not like I'm in any hardware aisle. You're in the bulk food bin section? No, I don't go in that section. People put their grubby hands in those things. I don't. 
Dang it. Why did you say that? Well, they do. Well, no, wait a minute. Some of the ones, they have like the pore spouts. So those are safe. You can't stick your hand up inside a pore spout. That's true. That's what she said. Like the coffee one. (laughs) But, um, and the things I'm buying in the bulk section, I doubt people will put, I mean, who's going to put their grubby hands in bleached rice flour? I don't know. You're right. So I, I'm i like, God, I go, do you, do you smell that? And she's, you know, my daughter, she's like, um, no. And I said, well, I don't know what's wrong with you because it's <laughs> it's significant. And I just want to get out of here immediately. So we're walking through as briskly as I can because I feel like this odor is following me like a cloud. I could not get away from it. <laughs> so we finally get to the checkout line and there's a dude standing there. He's probably, you know, my age or whatever. And he's standing there and he's got two boxes of chili mix a bottle of Boone's Farm wine, and Ooh. I think some kind of bread item. And he's Hot standing date. there, and he keeps Damn. letting people go ahead of him. Was he single? Um, I don't know, and I don't care. He <laughs> had His ass was so small that his Wranglers were bunched up in the back with a belt, so I don't think he would have wanted that. Did he have a big gut? No. I was going to say, was he part of the Big Guts No Butts Club? He looked like someone that I knew. Like, I, I recognized him, but I wasn't sure who he was. I'm you like, recognize that ass? I'm nice. like, do you, do you, I'm, I didn't say anything to him because I didn't want to know, but he looked like one of those <laughs> sad little mindless men that used to hang out at our dad's auto shop. Oh, yeah. He like, just looked like, like what somebody. What is your purpose in life? Go, go find a hobby. He just looked like somebody who fell off a ladder and, you know, lives with uh, his parents now. I don't know. He just So didn't... he'll be enjoying Boone's Farm and Chili for dinner. God. Yeah, hot. So sexy. And I thought my life existence was terrible. So, and he, and he didn't even have any meat either. It was just the mix. So I don't know. Anyway, um, he so he's letting all these people go ahead of him. So, I'm, you know, I, I choose this aisle because there's nobody really in that line. And I'm thinking I'm choosing this aisle because no one's here because of this person. <laughs> this is why no one's picking this oh, aisle. Yes, because everyone thinks like we do. Because he's standing there, you know, um, allowing he's- people to go ahead of him. And so I pull up. He goes... I'm sorry. He goes, I'm still waiting for my parents. I've been here for 30 minutes. And of course, me, because I just can't not engage, I have to say something. <laughs> I'm like, why are you still standing here then? Why don't you take your four items and just, I don't know, walk around and look for your parents? You and just he's can't just leave like, people alone, can you? <laughs> I'm just like, why do I have to say anything at all? Why is it my duty? Why can't he? Why can't he to just offer a suggestion? Why does he have to have a story? Why does he <laughs> why? have to have a purpose? Why can't he just buy his damn Boone's Farm and chili and and be weird? Because that's just not the way. Let I, him be. I and I couldn't let him be. So he's like, I know, I know. He's like, just go ahead of me, go ahead of me. And I'm like, oh, for the love of Christ, fine. He was waiting for someone. And I'm like, get away. He is. That's what I said. He was. He was waiting for his parents, and he said he'd been there for a half an hour. And I said, why are you here? Why don't you take your items and look for your parents? There's a hundred old couples wandering around. One of them must be yours, or perhaps they left you here. Has that ever crossed your mind? <laughs> no, I guess not. So I made my purchases. So we go out to the parking lot, and I'm like, you know what? Leave it to Winco to give me show content. I mean, really. I need to go more, because this really is helpful, I don't think you could handle much more. I, I can't take the hamster cage smell. That I that was a new low for me See, at the wind. See, my Winco is really nice. It's always you're really super clean. There's always workers constantly stocking, stacking, things like that. They are so super friendly. I mean, it's like being at Rayleigh. Oh, the, the employees are fantastic. Yeah. No, the employees are great. It was just the smell. And like I said, it's the element of folk that I tend to run into when I'm there. So we go out to the parking lot and we're putting groceries away. And I tend to park kind of far away because there are a lot of elderly folks that, that do shop there during this time of the day. I was there. And other people who have no regard for their surroundings. And so I kind of park to the far area. I walk it. There's nobody around me, maybe some employee cars, and that's pretty much it. So we're, we're putting everything away, and I'm in my Mustang. Mm-hmm. This old man pulls up in a old, I don't know, Chevy something, this green, old green Chevy something, and he pulls in right freaking next to me. There's like parking spots everywhere, and he parks right next to me so close that Mackenzie, my daughter, couldn't even get into the car if she wanted to. So I'm heated. Because it's like this 80-year-old dude, and finally, he must have backed up and reparked maybe three times, and then he finally got it right. Did he take off his shoe and scratch his foot? 
No, he was normal looking, <laughs> just old. So he gets out with his little Levi's and his little plaid shirt, and he gets out, and he's got, like, the pompadour, you know, white, gray hair, slick back. He gets out of his car, and he looks at us, me and my daughter, and he said, two girls in a convertible Mustang? Do you guys think you can handle that kind of car? And I'm like, really? What's happening here, mister? I had to back up and park three times before I could get into a parking spot like a normal human being. Well, that's what I would have said. I'd be like, I don't know. I'm, I didn't have to repark three times in this bad boy. Oh, Can you handle that Ford Fusion? You're a, you're prop, you're a. That 1970 Chevy Cavalier that you're driving. Think you can uh, handle that, old man? People like that, I'd be, I just look at them and I say, don't speak to me. I didn't, I ignored him. I, I couldn't. I, because I try to respect my elders. That's I, he was disrespecting you in front of he, your child. Oh, well, he thought we were we were girls. I would have been like, Mackenzie, cover your ears. Excuse me, <laughs> sir. I am shopping with my daughter. You keep your disgusting, filthy old pecker in your pants. Well, his wife was there and, too. and you would excuse yourself to turn and look the other way if you were any kind of gentleman. Well, what was funny is that the very the, the worst thing that could possibly happen was that um, my daughter was being affiliated with her mom as, you know, two girls. Oh, that was yes. the worst because that's because that's the travesty. Yeah, the, the tragedy <laughs> is that, you know, somebody god. thought that I wasn't your mother. Oh, my God. How oh, horrible is that? Sakes. They thought you were we were friends. Anyway, yeah. uh, I'm just I, you know, and then I go, this is why I don't go to Winco. This is why yeah. I don't go. And I and I refuse to learn my lesson. So if you can't even handle going to Winco for grocery shopping, how have you been doing your Christmas shopping? Amazon. <laughs> I've been doing yeah, it I'm on like, Amazon. You don't have to deal with people. I, you know what? Here's the thing. I would say for the last three or four years, uh, shopping around here is not that bad. I don't know why, but it, it could be because everyone is so worried that the crowds will be so bad that they just don't go and they shop online or they go to other places. I'm not sure. I went to the mall on Wednesday. You went to the mall? I did because there were a couple of items in stores that are only in the mall. And honestly, shipping, it's too late for some of those stores. So I had to go in Victoria's Secret, wherever I was going and um, go in. And honestly, no stores are crowded. Like there's literally no crowds. I wonder if everyone's doing Amazon. The longest line was Victoria's Secret. And it was, but they had every register open and I waited maybe five minutes. It was not bad at all. And I'm thinking hate hate going to victoria's secret like it's, i'd rather slice my eye out than go i know there. it's terrible you know all the girls look like they work in clubs you know and they always are trying to hand me the mesh bag and i'll never forget the time and i probably already told this story but what? i mean i went into a victoria's secret i wasn't even there two minutes and i had four women ask me if i needed help and i'm just rummaging through their little you know five underwear section panty bin and i'm like do i look like i was raised by wolves do, <laughs> do i look like i've never purchased a pair of underwear for myself like you know did I have them on my ear? You know, was I weaving them through my fingers thinking like, hmm, how does this work? Like, I, I didn't appear this? to be troubled, panties? you what know, trying panties? to purchase panties. I, I'm, I'm a grown woman. I am fully capable of knowing my size and what I like. I don't need help. And and so finally, I threw the bag down because the lady's like, here, take this bag. I'm like, I don't want the bag. So I threw the bag down and I left the store because I'm like, I just wanted to buy my goddamn underwear in peace. God forbid. Leave me alone. I mean, and really, let's be honest. I mean, the underwear, the 5 for 25 underwear, they're the uh, hip hugger ones, generally they're... speaking. And I buy them. I, I mean, seriously, I was like, look, I'm buying these when I'm to wear when I'm on my period. I honestly don't give a crap about what they look like. I'm just trying Jeez. to grab them because they're cheap and they're cotton and I can get in and out of here for I 20 am. bucks. I am rummaging through the ones that, you know, are super elastic-y because I hate pa- underwear that get baggy. And oh, so, me too. You know, I'm, I just, I don't know. It, I just find it so annoying. And I'm like, I know it's your job to try and help. I said, but, you know, you're crossing over into like personal space, territory. Yes. Almost insulting my intelligence. So I just refuse to shop there. I, well, I can't it's not my it. favorite, but they were so busy. I was actually left alone um, because there was Good. actually a, a, a customer who was seeking out assistance. She was, was in, a male. Oh, she was in a wheelchair taking up oh, all the room geez. so that no one could buy anything. Hey, you know what? People in wheelchairs have to wear underwears and bras, too. Well, that's fine. But they but they were taking up a lot of room. <laughs> that's I, all I have to I say. I can't believe you're going to start busting the caps right now. 
Well, it, you know, and then why do they have to be so large? Like, why? <laughs> why can't it just be some skinny little nimbly person in a teeny tiny wheelchair? It, but it's never that way during the so season of shopping. It's always some incredibly large human who's decided to go shopping for their 14-year-old skanky daughter oh, at Victoria's okay. Secret. Because I thought you were – I was thinking she was shopping for herself, and I'm just like – No! Oh, please. Can you – is there anything in Victoria's Secret that would fit a person of that mean? large? I'm almost not even able to I, – I don't even – no, I don't – I don't shop there. I just don't do it. But, you know, okay, here's the other thing, too, though. I am a single person. I basically have cobwebs on my vaginal entrance. Oh, God. So I actually wore a dress to work the other day, and I was standing near the sun, and I had to move out of the sunlight (laughs) because the top leg hair on my thighs started to glisten. Oh, my God, it's time to braid that shit. And I was just like... It's only when you're in the sun, though, that it like it catches a hue or a glow or something, and you can see the little, you know, of hair. Like there's gonna, were they like poking through the dress or something? Or? No, because the dress was above my knees, and oh, so, so you, you know, can I see only the shaved, tuft of hair above the knees, and it's not a tuft. I'm literally talking. It's like it's like here comes Peter Cottontail hopping down just, the bunny trail. It's like peach fuzz on a cheek. You know, but <laughs> when the sunlight hits it just right, you it, you can see like you know the little <sighs> we can see the hair, and so I was just like, well, this is embarrassing. But I'm like, honestly, who shaves above the knee in winter? Well, <clears throat> people who are getting it regular, probably. And that's what I'm saying. And when I say above the knee, I mean like above the knee all the Cap. way up. <laughs> There's not a lot of shaving going on and and let's be honest there's not just three errant hairs i don't yeah really it's it's, it's it looks gross. more like a pizza pie <laughs> the sherwood forest uh, ensues as you go more north but i'm just saying like you know i can't tell you how many times i can't even i can't do anything in the shower alone without someone coming in and so there's nothing worse than having your leg raised and you're like you know spread eagle your four-year-old going what are you doing Mom? everywhere and a razor and your dog's like, what, what, what are you doing? What, what's wrong with your butt? Have Nothing. You, have, you, have you literally no locks on any of your damn doors? I mean, seriously. I do. But I mean, I'm totally alone. Lock and it. I can't, I can't lock it because here's – we're not graceful people. What if I had fallen and hurt myself? <laughs> oh, that's true. You know, what if I sliced my lip off? Yeah, that's and, true. You know, because I mean, that's I've, happened before. I've cut my vulva. Someone. I'm bleeding. I have a vulva laceration. <laughs> It's really bleeding quite heavily. I know oh, there's a lot geez. of veins down there. Uh, I'm concerned. And so. Yeah, it's true. Well, we were, what were we talking about? Like, my recovery has been so great that had it been you that this had happened to, oh, something bad would have happened in the hospital where you still, still be hobbled. I'd still be in the hospital. <laughs> I'd still be in the hospital because I, that's why I was saying I was so jealous because you are recovering so nice. Like, you haven't had a glitch or anything. And, and you shouldn't. Right. But I mean, I can't ever do anything normally. And so, mm-hmm. you know, when they pulled that tube out of your nose, I said if it had been me when they pulled the tube out of their nose, my intestine would have come out with it. There's nothing the uglies love more than some retail therapy. And now you can support your shopping habit and this show by visiting UglyTruth.com. Jamie and Paula have picked some of their favorite online stores and products and put the links in their new Ugly Mall. It's easy to find at UglyTruth.com. Remember, the Ugly Truth will never charge you for audio content, so this is the best way to support the show. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. So as far as um, this week uh, coming is Christmas, (laughs) because of this freaking surgery, preparations are incredibly behind i mean i'm not even i'm usually pretty ahead of the game as far as buying christmas gifts and getting things you know food and you know whatever we're doing none of that none of that is happening i mean we're so unprepared daryl's like do we have i mean are we done with our shopping i'm like oh you are a funny man (laughs) who's shopping Right. What do you mean? Are we? Done? Oh, did you mean you bought your one present for me? Have you even done that yet? He did, but I and I and you know we agreed we weren't buying each other gifts, but that just I guess up 
with people like that. My new job, my new boss, he's like, oh, my wife and I, he's like, we haven't gotten each other's gift for years. I'm like, why? Who made up that rule? I know. Well, I said to him, I, I felt really bad. I said, look, obviously, I'm about two weeks behind on everything, which means I've purchased nothing. Well, you have an excuse. And I said, I didn't, I haven't gotten you anything, honey. I'm so sorry. He goes, no, we've already agreed. We're going to buy furniture. We're going to, you know, do this and that with the house. And you know, but that's what we're going to do. We're not doing Christmas this year for us. And I said, right, right, right. But you bought me something. Well, it's just something small. Oh, God. I said, yeah, so I look like the asshole. I'm the one that didn't buy anything. You're the one that, you know, you've been healthy. You've been, you probably bought that thing a month ago. And here I am, you know, struggling to get things for our children. Buying, buying man gifts is really hard. I think it's hard. Especially like, because I've been trying to find something for, you know, dub and because i you know usually we buy gifts for our family yeah i like last night i was getting kind of delirious you you were struggling you were struggling doing like you know the gifts for him search and everything like that so i found this i'm like well this looks techie what is this and then i realized it was like a guitar tuner and i'm like okay i'm like well that's that's not what i want it looked technical and it looks you know like something you could plug into a computer and i'm like i don't know maybe it measures decibels and he'll think it's cool or whatever and then i realized like i said it was a guitar tuner i'm like well this won't work and so no. I just I keep searching random things. I'm doing all sorts of searches. And then I'm like, hey, I think I found the best thing. I'm like, doesn't he like this? He's like, no, no, no. That's his brother. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. So well, back to square honestly, one. the thing with Daryl is that he likes technology. He, you know, if I had been able to get him an Xbox One, he would be in heaven. If I was able wow. to get him some kind of Bluetooth anything, he would have been like, oh, my God, this is the best thing I've ever seen. But I just don't I'm like anti-technology, so I don't know anything. So I right? just, you know, I just say what, you know, do do whatever. Get whatever you want, honey. <laughs> you make the I money know. anyway. Isn't so the worst gift ever. That Well, see, and here's the thing about Daryl and probably most men is um, men really don't deny themselves much of anything. They really and don't. So if there's something they want, they They're just purchase it. it. And so he probably already has what he wants. Yes, you know, he probably Whatever his does. little heart desires. He knows what he wants. And everything like that. So right. anything I get will probably be like, oh, thanks. And I'll just end up in the junk drawer no, or you know, no, at the next yard sale because it's I, I'm, I can't afford to probably purchase anything, you know, of – of actual value, value that he would use because Daryl, yeah. you know, he knows what he likes. He's all Mac and iPod or I. Yeah, he gets if he could get Google Glass, he would get a Google Glass even. And I don't even know why. It's like <laughs> dorky to me, but he weird. would do it. I don't get it. He would do it to say he had it. He'd be like, oh, I got Google Glass. It's so awesome. And he would have it. If I ever get a boyfriend, I hope he doesn't have those because I will probably break them or sit on them <laughs> or something will happen. And They're practically they'll, invisible. <laughs> they'll be done. And yeah, be like, sorry for your $500 mistake. Like I should come with like a like a, a footnote, you know, stapled to my forehead. Please do not own expensive <laughs> things. I will break them. Paula will break it. Well, I um, I will say as far as the gifts go, I mean, every once in a while I do think about things that I would absolutely like just love to get if money wasn't an issue if I could just literally get as a gift have it presented to me as a gift some of the stuff and I really really want some Louboutins is that how you say it Christian Louboutin no yeah the expensive shoes with the red bottoms the ridiculously overpriced Italian shoes or French shoes I want a pair. I just want them. I want them do. bad. You got There's, them in all the Blahniks, though, and you can't I do. wear those. I wear them all the time. I love them. But I what I what I hate is that I've looked at Louboutins and the they're like five inch heels. I could wear them for maybe twenty minutes if I was just sitting. You know, I thought they were supposed to be pretty comfortable though, so you can like walk around in them. Well, I don't know. I've never I've never worn any, so I have no idea, but I want some just to see if I could. I would try try them them. on, but I think if I went to the store, they wouldn't, they wouldn't even allow me. They'd look at me and be like, we're not letting you try those on. Why? Because we know you have no means to purchase them. You can't afford these. I know. (laughs) They're like, we're not going to let you stick your dirty, poor feet in there (laughs) just so you can, you know, and then, and then Instagram it, you know, go get a life. Yeah, really. They'd be like, I'm sorry. You just don't qualify. I wouldn't do it. I, I know, I know my limits. I know my class in society and it's not with trying those shoes on. The other thing I would love to get is, well, I mean, I would like it to be real fur, but God forbid, you know, no one's allowed to do that anymore. But I would love to get one of those long wool coats that had the beautiful fur neckline. 
in like Wait, a really this piggy, like a real pretty, like a dark brown or black. It'd be so beautiful. I don't like fur. I mean, well, not the whole I, I thing, like, not the whole I don't fur, like fur or faux or just, any of those. Just the just the neck part, just around the neck, just the collar. Everything else would be like normal black, gorgeous black cashmere wool blend. Do or you something. want it to be like the one where it still has like the minx head attached? And no, the tail I don't want around. a stole. I just want it to have line. Fine, Wait, what it can be faux. Jesus, a it can stole? be faux. That's what it's called. Yes. Oh, I didn't know. Yes. And then I would love to go to France. Okay. Yeah. Like in uh, Bridesmaids. Like, we're going to Paris? What? Are you kidding me? Hello, lesbians. Lesbian. <laughs> what, are you going to ride around in your bikes with baguettes and, and ber- berets? Calm down. <laughs> Lillian, what, are you going to go? You're going to go to Paris with Helen now? What, are you going to? You guys going to ride around on bikes with berets and fucking baguettes in the basket of the front of your bikes? Oh, how romantic. What woman gives another woman a trip to Paris? Am I right? Lesbian. <laughs> That movie is so funny. So, um, no ponies, nothing like that. No, you're not good. really. Okay. I don't like. I don't want any more animals. I have so plenty of those. Here. Well, okay. So for Christmas, what would I want? Well, I mean, a man. Could, well, a pink not man. Not just any man. I mean, like I know. I I have met. This is what I wish. I have met. You know, there's probably like five men in my life. Not, you know, men of mine, just men that are a part of my life. That if I could, like, take bits and pieces of all of them and then build one man, that's what I would want. These men that I know in my life, which each of them have fantastic (laughs) qualities. Yes. I would, like, want to make my own Frankenstein man and, you know, but have him be, like, alive. Sans the green skin. Right. So, but I mean, Okay, so you want a man for Christmas. Basically. Isn't there a song like that? Oh, I tell you what, you need some kind of janitor to go clean out your cooch that's for sure get that shit cleaned out <sighs> not a jan i need a wax or a shave or something so maybe you need a swedish person uh, you need a uh, a russian uh what oh, are those people it. called I don't know what you're talking about you know go to the wax place go find the, oh, the russian european lady. wax center actually i hear the european wax centers are really terrible what i've never heard of that they're really quite Rough on the beaver, yeah. You know what? We should open up a wax center. No, we shouldn't, Jamie. I don't want to do it. We'll hire people to do it. We'll just we'll just run it. We'll just we'll just we'll call it something really funny, and people will come in, and we'll give them alcohol, and then they can and an Advil, and then they can go get their stuff taken care of. No, that's never going to happen. You can do it. I don't want to do it by myself. You know what would end up happening is I'd end up on that b- boss undercover show and end up having to learn how to wax someone's cooch you i don't want to do it no because you would have to know if someone was doing it correctly or incorrectly well if somebody rips off their labia and shows it to me on a piece of <laughs> wax tape i'd say they probably did it wrong they bring this to you what, what is that is what that is like that i'm like well is that's that a, a clitoris do we have larva no that, that's someone's clitoris oh my god <laughs> <laughs> they lay bleeding in the white in the white room with all Jeez. the wax oh my god no i can think of about a gazillion stores i'd rather open than you know, a body waxing shop. I don't, hey, if you're into that, good. I am not, but. Well, okay, so you just want a man? That's your best no, gift? No, 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 oh. So um, I always love anything jewelry. So oh, I, yeah. I love diamonds. I do love me some diamonds. diamonds so I mean, I'm good with best. little diamond earrings or a cute pendant that has some diamonds in it. Um, little diamond I mean, earrings? I'd want big diamond earrings. Well, I mean, you know what? That's the thing. I have little ears, so I don't want anything that's like, Gonna hang off your lobe. No, I do kind of like things simple, but simple doesn't mean small, gentlemen. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, so I like diamonds. Um, you know what else I really like is um, like really nice pajamas. <laughs> what? God, you're so white. I love pajamas. So, or you mean like, like silk a nice... pajamas? No, no. You mean no, like no. flannel? Flannel? Flannel Len- pajamas? Lanolin? You mean like bottoms and tops? Like the, the yeah, old Yeah, like fashion? a pajama set. Like a pajama set. Either they're like a mixture of flannel with fleece or like a really nice chenille robe or something like that. Or Whatever, mother. Would you like to wear your white socks and go get some coffee at six in the morning in your flannel pajamas in your you nice robe? I didn't make fun of your dreams, but <laughs> anyways, that's fine. That's I made fine. fun of my own dreams. Yeah, but I mean, at least And you made jeans. fun of my fur coat. You know, I'm picturing a nice soft robe that I saw at Walmart, and you're probably <laughs> talking about, you know, $6,000 shoes, so. Whatever. Or 
I would love probably more than anything to be able to take my kids to Disneyland. I want to take your kids to Disneyland too. We're going to go. My tax return will come in February and we will plan it. You know what? We were thinking about going in February too. Well, we should go. Let's do it. Ryan will be off track. And so. Awesome. Okay. Tentative. We'll go to Disneyland. That would be so much fun. Tentative with two T's. Actually three T's. Not tentative. You know what? That is something that would be hanging over my head constantly. If what? I had if I had a boss who was anal about spelling errors, I would be like, you spend a lot of time reading a lot of memos then. Because oh, I'm positive that's going to be my demise. I, my, I know. my spelling errors will likely get me in trouble faster than my mouth. Thank so, God. Let's, let's and, hope and so. And I have, you know, autocorrect or whatever, but yeah. it's just. Well, let's just let's just hope that autocorrect will will save you. So, um, so speaking of gifts, we had the um, company Christmas party yesterday, and oh. everyone did their secret Santa. What'd you get? So I got some black isotoner gloves oh. and like this tan uh, scarf hoodie mixture thing. Okay. So it'll be nice for you know when it's cold and I go out to check the mail or take up the trash cans or something like that. So you'll look like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. With your little hood. I could look like I'm from the Middle East. <laughs> Maybe. That's true. You could wrap Depending it around your mouth. If I'm wearing one of my nightgowns. Perhaps they were giving so. you a hint. It's like, wear this and wrap this around your mouth so you don't talk anymore It could at work. be. Be more submissive. It um, was a hint. Hey, you know what? That, and if that's the case, I appreciate that. <laughs> so what else did people get? Oh, so I drew the name because um, everyone had to draw their names. Right. So I drew the name of the CEO. Of course you did. Of course you did. Did you get him a big... Did you get him a big piece of paper that said testicles on it? No, I did not. Um, so apparently he's a big Steelers fan. Oh, God. So I got him. Um, it's like a little tiny Steelers helmet, but it's a tape dispenser. Did he like it? He thought it was just a helmet. And so he's like, oh, it's cute. It's a little helmet. I'm like, no, it's just, it's a tape dispenser. He's like, oh, that's even better. So oh, I was like, well. Useful whatever. and practical. I'm like, what do you get the guy that drives a Lamborghini? I mean, honestly. I know. God, he drives a Lamborghini? <laughs> Yes. Interesting. So I'm just just saying, you know, I'm sure my little scotch tape uh, Steelers helmet tape dispenser is, you know. Why is the CEO even participating in it? That's the question. Well, that was my thing. And what was funny is when she was bringing down the box, she's like, oh, no one's drawn so-and-so yet. You know, his name. You're like, and so Ugh. I put my hand in there and I'm like, well, here he goes. And I could feel a bunch of names. So I pull it out and I look. I'm like, oh, look, look who I got. <laughs> because you know what? That's our life. That's what happens to us. That's it the is, way it is. it is. Always. If I didn't if I didn't want to draw the name of someone that I had slept with 6 months ago, you damn better believe that that's the name I'm pulling out of a, of a hat for uh, Secret Santa. <laughs> yeah, right. It's Here's true. A secret Santa gift for you. I'll keep everyone. I'll keep your secret from everyone. How yeah, about that? That's right. Quick draw. (laughs) So I'm trying to think. Someone else got some, like, everyone was pretty happy with their gifts. They think there was only one person who had, like, a little bit of an awkward look on her face. Oh, Um, jeez. She got an owl candle. Oh. And so. um, That's a re-gifter. But, um, you know, the girl's kind of shy anyway. So she made, like, owls. And she just didn't, you know, like, say, like. Because you, you had to fill out a form. Like, what what do you like? What you like? your favorite places and everything. So So what did you you say you liked if you got gloves and a thing to muffle your mouth no i said i do like gloves scarves oh. um and then i also did put that for christmas i did want a boyfriend <laughs> oh. so i was just joking um but <laughs> i was thinking about that later i'm like god i'm like i feel bad for someone i thought for sure someone was gonna get me like an e-harmony gift certificate or something like that oh that would have been super funny no i'm never doing the online dating again ever no thank ever, you thank ever. you for learning your lesson Oh, well, it took me, what, three or four times? I mean, it was a mess. It's just an absolute disaster. I know Mm. it works for people. I've heard the, I've heard the stories, you know, we've been married for 10 years, blah, blah, blah. I get it. And I, congratulations. But I think it works for normal people. The unusual folks, it doesn't work for us. It just doesn't work. It's just, there's too, there's too much to try to hone it in on a piece of paper on an account online it just doesn't work i'm doing the world a service it's my public service to the world by staying single and not burdening (sighs) any other men with myself you will find your producer dub i'm convinced you will find him i'm glad you are i really am no i'm convinced you will (laughs) I i really am i mean and you don't need someone like him i'm just saying that i never thought that i would meet a man who could handle me i mean i'm insane I, yes. I am difficult. 
I am high maintenance, even though I think I'm low maintenance, apparently. I just told someone that yesterday. I said, yeah, my ex-husband says I'm the worst kind of woman. I'm the... I'm the one that thinks she's low maintenance, but really is high maintenance. Yes, I'm an HM. I didn't I didn't know this. I, I didn't think I was high maintenance. I thought I was low maintenance. It doesn't take much to make me happy. And when I say that, Daryl laughs hysterically because he's it like, doesn't. that is not you true. To, you just have to use your brain and be thoughtful. How hard is that? It isn't hard at all. I don't understand. You know what? God forbid that I require a man to use his brain in a relationship. I know. And you know, here's the thing is, and this is why... Us sisters, you, me, Stephanie and Allison, have always said we are each other's soulmates. That's right. Because only we know how to genuinely please the other individual. I can pr- I'm can. i practically psychic when it comes to my sisters. I could walk it. You could send me to any store. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. And I could buy a gift within 10 minutes yeah. that you would love. I just know it. Yeah, and it's true. So it's true. It's, and it's not hard. And it's because I know you. I know what you like. I know you're – it's like it's. you don't have to overthink it. Anything. Here's – speaking of um, men not using their brains – one time I received a gift from someone that I wasn't even dating. I think we kind of had a flirtation at one point. Nothing significant. No lunches had been purchased. No dinners. No drinks. Just interesting. got me edible underwear. <laughs> okay. Um, what the hell? Because that's appropriate. Isn't it? I mean, I'm, this wasn't recent or anything. I mean, this was way before I was married. I would have but... opened them and ate them and be like, thanks. I was kind of hungry. And I'm like, what the? F- what? I don't understand. Well, here's thinking. The thing. What is this? Is this your? Is this your casual, witty way of saying that you want to eat these off of me? I barely know your name, you pig. What the hell? That's just a man who worst gift ever. I think it is literally the worst gift I've ever received. And I never have been one to mix food and sex because I just it's sticky. No one well, wants that. And it's that. just gross. And I think about bugs. And, and changing you know, the just... sheets and the fact that you're going to have to bathe after. It's just too Well, much I just work. don't want anyone eating. It's like, I why multitask? Why, in, why enter the act of eating food and trying to pleasure someone? Just eat them. Yeah. And, 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 and eliminate Be done with the it. fruit roll-up panty. I think that's – it was the most ridiculous thing that I've ever received as a gift. I don't need Hershey syrup or whipped cream to, on my boobs. Just suck them. Plain. They're fine. <laughs> well, I will say that one of the other gifts that I received that I thought was terrible because I'm not a um, 30-year-old man, I received a six-pack of Coors Light as a gift once. They even put a bow on it. Literally. Who did that? It was back in my days when I was dating a certain person. One of his friends did that. And did he think that maybe you would just give it to him because it was such a poor gift? I'm not sure, but that that is quite possible. That is quite possible. That is probably one of the worst gifts I've ever heard. Okay, so yeah. for me, worst gifts. Um, I remember my first wedding. I got a wall clock, but it was in the sh- the design of a giant gold wristwatch. Yes, <laughs> it was like five feet long. Yes, and the face of the wall clock was probably like twelve by twelve. Yes, and um. <laughs> And it wasn't even metal; it was plastic, plastic. that just had like that foily, uh, like lining that you know could peel off, and mm-hmm. yeah. So I was just like, okay, yes, cool. It is true that is an interesting. I think that's. I don't. Is that the worst? I don't think that's the worst gift you've ever received. That was definitely the most unusual gift you've ever received. I've received some unusual gifts as well, but nothing like that. I think that literally tops. The most unusual gift. The most unusual gift. Um, From a loved one. I would say the worst gift. And the only reason why I'd say it was the worst gift is probably because of the circumstances surrounding the gift. And I've probably talked about this gift before. No, you haven't. But say it because I know exactly what it is. My 30th birthday. Yes. My ex-husband. It was the night before my birthday. I was pregnant with Olivia. I was sick as a dog because I had morning sickness from hell for, you know, months. And anyway, so I was on the couch on my deathbed, basically. It was the night before my 30th birthday. So I'm already feeling like crap because I'm getting old. And my ex-husband was just so excited to give me this gift. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I know your birthday's not until tomorrow, but I'm just so excited. I want to give you your gift now. I'm like, And you're all, yay, diamond pendant. And I'm like, okay. And he says... I, I don't have a card and it's not wrapped. Oh my God. I'm like, oh good. This is already going well. <laughs> and so um, he comes out to me, makes me close my eyes. I open it and he holds in front of me a box and it is a digital photo frame. Yes. 
he's like, you can put this in your office. I've already uploaded a pictures so you can have pictures siphoning through while you're at work. And I'm just like, <laughs> my 30th birthday, I'm pregnant with your child. And you're giving me a photo you're frame. You're giving me a digital photo frame. <laughs> this, this, this is, yes, I'll, I'll remember this for life. And you know, the thing is, it's not that it was a bad gift for any other th- occasion. Like if he had given you that for Christmas with pictures of your children uploaded with Santa hats or Christmas things, that would be really sweet. But this was 30 is a big birthday for women. Generally mental birthday. You were pregnant and feeling horrible. Why is a necklace so difficult? It's like he people have said it a million times what they prefer, what they like. You know, I mean, everybody has their go to that that the gift that they want. It's usually always the same thing. If you're a woman and you love jewelry, the man in your life knows this. It's a lay down. It is a lay down. He surveyed you and Stephanie and even Allison many a times. And you guys usually give him the same advice. She likes jewelry. Go to the jewelers. Anything girly, whatever. And I think that was the year he bought me an iPod. Oh, you know, you know, Daryl has a notoriously purchased technology for me every year for Christmas. I get an iPhone. <laughs> I've received, um, uh, well, the camera that was different. That that's, and that was from good. that was from yeah. Mother's Day anyway. But I mean, yes, he's like finally he said, "Honey, I've I've realized that I keep buying you technology gadgets for Christmas for you." And I'm like, yeah, you do. But it's kind of one of those things where I'm just resigned to the fact that either the things that I want are too expensive or difficult to purchase. And I'm grateful. You know, it's not like I won't use an iPhone, but or a laptop or, you know, Kindle. It's not like they're getting you something, you know, like that you'll never use. But I mean, it's just not something, you know, that's well thought out. That's something you would genuinely want. Yeah, it's something that he wants. (laughs) So he buys it for me. But, um, you know, mom, you know. Mom has not, you know, she has received some great gifts, but she has also received gifts for anniversaries or whatever that were probably not considered the best. <laughs> Which one? The what? The year she got a gym membership? <laughs> yes. And exercise clothes? I think the, the year that he bought her a bike. <laughs> I forgot about that I think. One. I think that one. And and when we say bike, we mean like bicycle. and Like a bicycle that you ride around in. Because, you know, our mother is so active. Picture us. Right. Picture us. Riding a bike. And then, but being old. Older. And then someone buys us, you know, a nice bike with a helmet and like spandex bike pants. And says, you know, here you go. I love you. Yeah. Or the, I think he, I think one year um, she got books on staying fit as well it's and the thing is is that it was intentionally meant to be loving like hey we can do this together but it's like it's like that is that is not something a woman wants to get as a gift no, not at all no, exercise equipment i mean unless that's your life but then you probably have it all already it's right? like the one time that my ex went out for ice cream and i'm sure i've told the story my ex went out for ice cream with our son came back and brought me some ice cream but they got Rocky Road, you know, Ryan got chocolate or whatever. He brought me back non-fat vanilla frozen yogurt. And <laughs> Trying I said, to say something? Oh. And then he's just like, well, you just said that, you know, you've been trying to watch what you eat because you wanted to lose some weight. So I was just like, I'm like, take this ice cream and shove it up your, or um, excuse me, take this frozen yogurt and <laughs> shove it up your ass. He's like, I was trying to be nice. What about what about the friend you were telling me earlier today about your friend? Oh yes, I think this tops it all. And yeah, this is it. It was funny because I think at the time it seems like you know a fun idea, but then her response was just truly classic. So she says, one year for her birthday, her husband bought her the rabbit like dildo, the sex and toy. yeah, sexy toy. And so she opens this, and he's just like, you know, you know, you've talked about it before, and I thought you might really like it. And so she's just looking at it, and she's like, huh? She's like the rabbit dildo. She's like, so. You basically got me a go fuck yourself gift. He's like, no, 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 that's not what I got. And she's like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? He's like, well, it's for it. And she's like, you want me to go fuck myself. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Happy birthday to me, ass. <laughs> he never, ever, ever lived it down. No, ever. They, no, and he never will. No, and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, good for her. Because I don't think I would have been that, you know, witty at the time to think about. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. I would have been speechless. You know, point one for women. Awesome. But Yes. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up 
our take on Christmas. <laughs> yes. So we still have some. I'm just grateful Amazon will still do shipping at this late day because uh, I have to basically order all my Christmas presents today. Otherwise, I'll be stuck going to the store last minute and I really don't want to do that. I don't blame so. you. Well, you don't want to do Victoria's Secret. I think we've all learned that lesson. Well, that'll never happen. So but anyways, <laughs> hopefully you've done your Christmas shopping. If you haven't, you still have time. Amazon is still doing their two day shipping yep. for uh uh, folks who have the the Amazon Prime, you can sign up for it now. And I did. You get your I signed thirty up for day it. get your thirty day trial for free. You'll get your shipping for free today, and um, it's just it's a super fab deal. It is. So go to our Ugly Truth um, website, check out our Ugly Mall, and then you can get all the links you need to do all the Amazon shipping. Uh, again, we are so thankful for the ten thousand downloads and and climbing because actually we we're past that now. Um, oh yeah. But it's just, it's been a big landmark for us, and it's just been a perfect way to end the year, and we're, we're so grateful. Um, thank you to our producer, Dub. Uh, it's been a hell of a year, and we appreciate all that you do. Um, you know, I know the, the pay is not great, and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, he pays. Oh, he gets paid. Oh, he gets paid. Well, he gets yeah. paid. I, uh, I don't have to pay him anything. No, no, you don't. So. Oh, but quick note. Um, yes. Next week is we are going to record next week, yeah. and he it will be our last show of the year, and producer Dub will be joining us. Producer Dub will be on there, so it'll be fun times. Oh yes, with us. So, anyways, in conclusion, I just wanted to read a little poem um, to get everyone in the Christmas spirit, and um, as a way to also thank our listeners. Twas the days before Christmas when all through the land, including Nigeria. Not a creature was stirring, thanks to the pest control man. The stockings were hung by the Duraflame logs, two-hour logs only, so we don't singe Santa Claus. Our hug listeners were snuggled, warm in their beds, while visions of the ugly truth sisters pole-danced in their heads. Soon Santa will come, making your wishes come true. For the ugly sisters, though, we couldn't give a poo. In true ugly form, see, Christmas came early. We fear we would have no listeners. Always our biggest worry. But week after week, our hugs always come through. And for Jamie, Paula, and Dub, it's a Christmas dream come true. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. That's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed the ride. If you don't already, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or write from our website at UglyTruth.com. That way you'll never miss an episode. And don't forget to share the truth with your friends. See you next week.